Hey girl, welcome to Kinsco World, the online playground for boss babe entrepreneurs like you. Here in this realm, we're all about bringing your dream business to life. Let's get to it. Hi guys, it's been a second since I've recorded in especially for podcast podcast. I don't know if that makes sense. A uh, uh, podcast exclusive, I guess, especially for podcast podcast. It sounds like chicken soup for the soul or something. Um, anyways, hi. I'm excited to talk to you guys today about what I just went through. So one of the big things, if you haven't heard about the art of manifesting your online business, have you been under a rock? <laughs> because it's been everything I've talked about for the past couple of weeks. Um, if you haven't heard about it, my bad, because that's my, my bad not showing up and selling it enough. Because honestly, after what I just did, and even after I've consumed the content for the past week, I feel guilty because I'm like, shit, everyone in my audience needs this. And I have not shown up nearly as much talking about it, even though I've talked about it like nonstop. It feel like, feels like to me, I don't think I would feel totally okay unless all 7,000 of my followers were in this course, just because it's that good. It's, it's crazy. The content that we're going into, I mean, me even just like as a student, because if you don't know about it, I'm doing half with Talia, who is this wizard of a human. I literally, she is just so wise and so intuitive. Um, I always felt like I was like a very intuitive person. And I think working with her and doing this retreat with her has challenged me to like really look at what I've been doing, quote unquote, intuitively and how I can take that practice deeper. So I'm doing it with her. We're talking about, I'm basically what I'm doing on my side of things is I'm giving you like how to grow a business. Okay. Not from a strategic standpoint, just the fact of like how to grow a business. And then on top of that, I'm going to teach you a lot of different strategies you can use so that you know what to pull from. Right. Because sometimes you can be like, okay, I want to just use my intuition, but then you're like, I don't even know how to post on Instagram or I don't even know how to work with influencers or whatever the thing is. And so my purpose is to kind of give you a little bit of everything. So as you're going through this journey, you can be like, oh, okay, this feels good to me. This is what I want to move forward with. But anyways, um, one of the big things that I've learned from even just working with Talia in the past and through going through the content that she's been talking about and even from the type of stuff that I preach about, when you get inspiration, you have to act on it immediately, right? And I hate to say the word you have to. Your inspiration is going to flow better if you act on it immediately. There's been multiple times, even in the past few weeks, in the beginning of when I was promoting this program, I like had a few different ideas for lives that I wanted to do. And there was a couple lives that I felt like I kind of forced myself to do them. I came up with the idea, but then I didn't let it flow. It was like, okay, I'm going to do it at this time. And when the time came around, I didn't want to do it. Like I didn't feel inspired anymore. And I went live anyway, and it was bad. <laughs> Most people won't think it's bad. I actually had a lot of people say that they liked the live, but it just me personally, like energetically, it felt so hard for me because the inspiration had passed or it wasn't ready to fully come through. Um, either way, like the best thing for me to do in that situation, I think looking back on would have been to say, okay, 
I should just do this right now. I should just go live right now. Or I should record. If if it's feeling like, okay, I don't want to go live right now because I know none of my audience is awake or whatever, I should record a podcast, which is what I'm doing right now. Um, I thought about going live to talk about this, but it felt like energetically that would be too much. I, I feel slightly wiped after the situation. And then I actually called my sister and told her about the whole thing. I should have just straight up recorded it because I basically told her everything I'm going to tell you guys now. Um, but if you weren't watching, I'm so excited to tell you about this future self. I don't, Talia said it's not called channeling. I don't know what to call it. Um, it was basically just interviewing my future self. And that sounds like very, um, imaginative kind of like I've done, I mean, I have a future self meditation that I sell. Like it's been in part of my courses and you might have done it before. I also really love leading people on future self meditations because I just think there's so much power in being around your future self. If you've never done a future self meditation, Google one or message me and I can give you access to mine. Honestly, after this, I'm like, I want everybody to feel the power of their future self. Um, but I've never felt it to like this sort of power Um, because I think to me in my mind it always felt like well yeah I see her she feels real and like that's where I'm trying to go but Talia's whole thing and you'll have to join the art of manifesting your dream business if if I've already closed the doors chances are you might be listening to this a little late I'd be willing to let you in if you're like I'm just hearing about this or I really feel like I need this message me I'm always willing if you feel like you missed out on something like I want everybody to be in the program that feels right for them but what she talks about in, and she's going to explain this more in her training that goes out in a couple days where she's going to literally teach you how to do this on your own. That's why I felt like I needed to do this podcast because I, well, first of all, I just had the idea, like I wanted to get it out and I wanted to talk about it, but I also feel like I need to talk about it so that you guys can learn about like how to do it for yourselves. Um, because I'm not trying to be weird and I'm not trying to be over the top, even though sometimes I am like the most over the top. This is not, this is a time to take me seriously. This is a time that I'm telling you, go see this movie. It was the best movie of all time. There's only a few times that that counts with. And if you're wondering what movies you need to see, message me. But this is a time that I'm actually being serious when I say it was life-changing. And so... I feel like I'm all over the place still. My mind is all over the place. But how Atalia describes it is time and I mean how it is described scientifically. uh, Time is not linear. And so when she was talking to this or talking to me through this future, my future self was talking to me through Talia is how I need to describe it. Um, and I, when I was telling my sister about that, she was like, is Talia like a medium? Like, I don't really get it. And I don't know. Talia might, Talia can freaking do anything <laughs> first of all, but it wasn't in a way where it was like, a um, a spiritual thing. It was literally energetics. And that's what I think is so cool about it is it's not like tapping into woo woo. It's like the energy of time is not uh, a to Z thing like we think it is. And so it wasn't like a freaky situation at all. It was kind of weird seeing because her mannerisms when she started channeling me through were different. Like the way she talked, my, this future self version of me was so sassy. I'm excited to tell you more about it. Um, but I just wanted to say that up front. Like I know sometimes I, I mean, I'm freaking into like the most witchy woo woo shit, but this was not like a witchy thing. It just, it felt 
so real. Like, I honestly was nervous talking to this version of me because I, and I, I didn't realize that until just now, but like, I wanted her to feel really proud of me. And I think there's power we can take away from that. There's power in choosing to make our future selves proud instead of all the other people around me. Like even some of the things that I talked about with her that I was like worried about or whatever, she was like, that doesn't even matter. Like that, that literally is like irrelevant to what's going on right now. You can do this, but like, it doesn't matter. And it's these things that I think about all the time that I'm like, the reason I'm thinking about them is a fear of like what my parents are going to think or what other people are going to think, or if people are going to approve of me, you know, all that shit that we all go through thinking about the fact that like, I actually don't care about any of that at all. I was the most nervous talking to my future self. It sounds so weird. You need to, if you're watching this before the free trial ends, you need to get in there. If you're watching this after the free trial ends, you need to pay for the full 28 days because this alone, I'm not joking you when I say I would have paid $5,000 for a reading like this because it just gave me so much clarity and clarity in a way that I've thought through this stuff before, and I feel like I've had these realizations before, um, not to the level of confidence that she brought, but I've just had those own, like my own realizations that way before. But hearing it from like her, it just, it made it feel so much more real. So the way it started is Talia kind of explained a little bit about it to me. She explained that when you're going into like, and, and she's going to explain this more in her training video. I'm just going to tell you what she told me. Um, but when you're going to talk to a future version of yourself, there's different versions of yourself you can talk to. Like there's going to be the version of you who's super personal and really social. And there's a version of you who is super duper successful. And there's the version of you who is in love. And like, there's all these different versions of you. And so she was like, are, what are the questions? Like what version of you should we talk to in mine? Especially because, well, honestly, everything that I think about right now is business, like mostly. Um, so they were all business related. And I also thought it would make more sense to do business ones since we're talking about building your dream business in the retreat. But honestly, when I was coming through with ideas for the questions, <laughs> I wasn't thinking about that. I like when Talia gave me the idea to do this, I was selfishly just so excited. Like I, most of the time when I'm thinking about doing stuff and creating stuff, I think about what would you guys need? But with this situation, I was like <laughs> only caring about what I needed. And I hope because of that, I, that's probably a learning lesson that you guys are going to get a lot more out of this exercise and learning how to do this because I was just thinking about what I would want to experience. And so that's going to in turn help you guys have the best experience seeing me totally being in it and not thinking about like, oh, is this going to help them or whatever? Because a lot of times when I'm like reviewing someone on my podcast, reviewing, interviewing, <laughs> I review guests on my podcast and decide if they're canceled or not. Who wants to come on? I would actually be such a nice judge. I'm not, I don't cancel people very often. Well, that's not true. To be completely honest, I don't cancel people if they share the same opinion as me. I think that's the difference. That's jacked up, but that's the truth. Um, okay, so Talia kind of explained that in the beginning. I told her they were all business questions. And so she moved forward. She like closed her eyes for a second and channeled this version of me. And she opened her eyes and the person, I mean the person, it was me. It's it's so weird to describe it. I really hope you guys can see this and rewatch it. Even just a little bit of it. I It's like a long video. I don't know if I would be able to watch the whole thing because it's not going to pertain exactly to you. But even just seeing the power and like, 
the fact that you can ask exact questions. So I was telling this to Tolly in the beginning and I, I felt weird showing up and asking these questions because I'm such the type of person that believes that there is no like right or wrong answer. There's no, this is the way you should do it. This is the way you shouldn't do it. That's how I feel like I am in my mind. But as I was asking her these questions, she kind of illuminated the fact that I'm not totally living by that. So one of the first like questions I asked was about pricing of a mastermind that I wanted to do. And I was asking how much is too much, like how much do I charge, blah, blah, blah. And literally every single thing, she just came back basically and was like, well, what do you want to do? Like, and there was so much more to it. She was talking about confidence and it has nothing to do with the price. The price is just the price. And you guys, if you're listening to this, you're probably like, yeah, you've said that 5 million times, but there's something different about literally having to like live that and like push that right um because I talk about the price just being a price but then if I'm thinking about doing a hundred thousand dollar a year mastermind which wasn't a number that I was thinking but like that that's a number that came to my mind that would be so scary for me to charge because it's a really big jump jump from what I've done in the past um but as I was talking with her she was just like really really pushing this idea that I had to build this confidence around everything that I was doing and a little bit later we circled back to a lot of different questions but it came down to this idea that I am not doing enough of the things that I'm totally confident in. And that's the only things I should be showing up in. So even though I know I'm good at certain parts in my business, I don't love them. First of all, there's certain things I don't love in my business. And number two, I'm not nearly as confident as I was in like doing design. You literally, I could charge hundreds of thousand dollars for design work and I wouldn't blink an eye because I just feel very confident in that aspect of myself. I've done it forever and I know I'm a really good designer. And so I don't question that at all. Um, But there's other parts of my business where I still wonder, oh, am I good enough to do this? And I always thought it was like imposter syndrome. And I'm not saying, of course, this channeled information, I'm not supposed to say channeled. This future self version was talking to me. They weren't talking to everybody else. So as I'm going through this, like, don't be like, well, is that true for me? Like, no, (laughs) everybody has their own truth. So everything's going to be totally different. Um, But one of the big things that it made me realize is like the things that I'm super confident doing, those are the things that sell super easy for me. And I feel like I've been fighting against myself in this thing of like, and it's why I get so fucking defensive when somebody like refers to me as a graphic designer. I'm like, I'm not a graphic designer. Like I literally don't do design for people anymore, but randomly people will like bring up and it's usually like people who are really close to me who will say stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm not a brand coach. I'm not this. I'm not. And like, I get so defensive about it. And I think it's because inside I know I'm that that's what I'm confident at. And so I feel like that's the only place like that I'm going to be stuck there. When in reality, there's been a lot of things I've done in my business that I've been really confident at for example my retreat like after doing my retreat and I haven't even done a recap of it over here on the podcast but I the entire time felt like this is what I'm supposed to be doing and I know that this was exactly the experience all the girls needed and I'm not saying that in a cocky way like I literally know that and I know if you ever come to one of my retreats you are going to change your life in business like I know that more than I've ever known that with any other like services or coaching I've provided and so that helps me know like retreats are feel good to me retreats feel aligned for me right now and so that was a really big realization of like 
I feel like I keep trying to run from things that I just need to face head on and be like, no, like, well, I'm not feeling confident because I'm not confident in those areas. So that was a really big thing for me. Another big thing that she said was when you meet me, I will introduce myself as like a business coach, that future self version of me. When somebody meets them, she just introduces herself as Kinsey Madsen and like, that's it. End of story. There's no need to identify. Like I just do what I do. And that's actually a big realization I had. I think I talked about this, but I had this realization at a retreat when I was doing Kundalini. I (laughs) sound so fucking woke. I, to be honest, it was even more woke than that. I was at a retreat and we had just done a cacao ceremony, which is like, I actually haven't done one since then. And it was really fun. Maybe I need to do one again. Um, but we had had this cacao ceremony where you like drink this, chocolate thing it's like a very sacred thing and you state your intention and my intention was to have more clarity around where I was supposed to go and then right after that in kundalini I had the vibe of like I'm trying to figure out my identity and how to identify when in reality I'm just me I'm just Kinsey Madsen and I still feel like it's taking me time to move into that even with this podcast I was like I don't want to just sit on here and talk about my experience like how is that gonna help people right um and you know what I've decided that's like not my main job and I think this future self helped me kind of channel that um but My job isn't to figure out how this is going to help you. My job is just to tell you kind of about my journey and about what I'm going through. And hopefully you'll get inspired in some way, shape or form, whether that is to do the exact same things that I'm doing or to find your own truth and to find your own processes that excite you. Um, that that's like I think a big part of me moving forward and even just from this future self talking like that was a lot of the things that she was drilling down is just stepping forward is like I'm me and like that's why I make a lot of money is because I'm being authentically me and sometimes that's going to mean like different things than others it's it's never going to be the same and it's not about trying to keep things the same it's not about having to keep the same opinions and when I was telling my sister about this one of the things she said was like sometimes you'll have an opinion about something and the next day you might post and be like never mind I changed my opinion and that is when I told my sister that she was like that's literally you because that's how I am in real life like I'll talk to somebody and be like oh my gosh that's so fucked up I can't believe someone would do that that is so jacked up and then the next day I'm like well like my opinion is it's so strong and like it's so decisive and then I kind of change my mind the next day whether it's something with business whether it's something with um like relationships whether it's something with politics whether it's religion like whatever it is I definitely change a lot and I always because I felt like that I I don't know what I thought about myself I just it was one of the parts that I felt like why show that part of me um but she was like that's just how you are like you're so unapologetic in the things that you say um and I don't think that's the word she used I don't even remember the word she used I more remember like the things they've made me think about me so that was crazy and that was cool to hear that aspect of things and then one of the big questions that like I was the most curious to know but the most embarrassed to ask was I so I don't know if I've talked about it on my podcast but I like one of when you ask somebody what do you want to so the question that I'll ask people all the time and this is it's so hypocritical that like I don't live it on my own and that's I mean I think that's a big part of what this future self was saying too like I have to walk the talk and I have to be the role model for what I'm preaching like that's a really big part of 
my journey moving forward into like my most successful business. But I always will ask the question, if if you knew you couldn't fail and you were going to be successful, like you had guaranteed success, what would you do? And literally, since I've been graduated, I would have answered novelist. Like writing novels has always been my dream. I've never done it. I am always thinking of ideas in my head. I love writing. I've written like parts of novels. I just love it. Not like business books like straight up novels it feels slightly embarrassed and I was actually really embarrassed to ask it I almost didn't so I asked the question um is this like is novels just going to be like a side hobby or is it going to be something that like contributes to my success and she was kind of mysterious about it but she just was like it's not going to be a side hobby and then after Talia was telling me that like she saw so much success in that area of my life and it was actually going to help grow my business, which makes me so happy because honestly, I it's really hard for me because I'm very business-minded and so everything I wanna do, I want it to have something to do with my business and I also feel like I've kind of tried to shy away from that because I don't wanna seem all over the place. Like freaking <laughs> me and my friend wanna do try shrooms. I've never tried them before. I've done a lot of research about like the how good it can be for depression and just how enlightening and whatever. And I was like, I wanna do a podcast episode talking about our experience. And then I've been thinking and like overthinking it. And I'm like, is that like <laughs> responsible of me? Should I be doing a podcast talking about shrooms? They're illegal. Like, you know, I just got all in my head about it. And then I started to think, what does this have to do with business? And that's where my like rationing is going wrong. Um, and I think that's where in general, just to bring this back to the overview, like where are we talking ourselves down on the ideas that are coming straight from intuition? It feels weird to say that me having the idea to like do a podcast about shrooms is off, like, you know, it's off the rails or whatever. Um, but sometimes those are the things that are going to lead us to different places that we wouldn't have expected, you know? Um, so anyways, the whole novel thing, I honestly, when she said that, I like was fighting back with all my might tears because that was like the thing I was kind of wondering the most about. Um, so (laughs) spoiler alert, be expecting some sort of, don't be expecting it, honestly, because I don't know how long it's going to take or whatever. I, I actually have an idea of what I am going to write about. Um, I actually have a title and everything. Uh, it's been cooking in my, I feel like the biggest, I've been really connecting a lot lately to like, uh, source and I've been doing some like Akashic records readings, if you know anything about that. And I've been doing it to myself and trying to get clear on like my purpose and where I'm going. And the number one thing that keeps coming up is this idea around like, you've got to write your novel when I hear things like, if you died tomorrow, what would you be sad you didn't do? It would be that I didn't write my novel. I know, I know. Like I, I straight up need to practice what I preach. So I've actually started on it. Um, so be expecting more stuff like that from me in the future. Uh, my future self said that I had to do it. She didn't say I had to do it. She just told me it would be successful, which is kind of jacked up that we need to like have that validation, but maybe it's life. And that's why, (laughs) that's why it's helpful to channel that future self energy. Um, okay. I'm trying to think if there was anything else there was, I mean, there was a ton, like I asked about, do I need to share my journey about like leaving my religion? And this, this was one of the things that was really interesting because that's been like actually a really big part of my life. And I've shared a little bit about it. Um, 
that's been a really big part of like my past couple years and I just like came out of the religious closet to my parents who are like very devout religious people um and it was like a really big it honestly was so freeing for me I was so nervous to do it and my parents are freaking amazing and I know not a lot of parents are like that especially in like very serious religions um but I kept feeling like do I need to share this do I need to tiptoe around it because I don't want to make people who still that like religion is their truth or any religion is their truth like I don't I don't want it to be about that um I don't ever want it to feel like preachy or whatever that I'm preaching my way of existing (laughs) um and that's where it kind of came back to like me talking about what I'm doing is never me telling you what you should be doing it's just me talking about what I'm doing and that can inspire people in different ways So that was a thing. And that was another, that was the time that she was like, it's not a big deal. You can talk about it if you want, like talk about it if you feel like it needs to be released, but you're not going to feel like it's a big deal in the future. Like, I don't even remember that aspect happening because it was like such a minuscule, 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 (laughs) minuscule part of like the past. So, and again, in that moment, it was so refreshing to like feel myself not having to hide certain parts of me, like not having to tiptoe around the fact that I had decided religion wasn't my truth, not having to tiptoe around the fact that I wanted to be super rich, not having to tiptoe around the fact that I wanted to write a novel. Like she already knew all of these things because they had happened. She had been through them. And so it honestly was like the most empowering experience. And I cannot (laughs) recommend it enough. I'm trying to think if there was anything else that there was like some random interesting things. Like one of the things that, Uh, Talia told me about her after the fact is she wore very flattering and like form-fitting clothing which is by the way not me (laughs) it may like maybe there's been times that that's been me but I right now I'm like so everything is completely oversized and so comfy and she was like but I, I do like to like dress up and look cute so I need to remember that I need to channel that version of me because even though I love being comfy I do feel more powerful when I'm like dressed up and looking good um I'm trying to think if there was anything else like specifically memorable um anything else that stuck out to me I don't think there was if you haven't had a chance to watch it even just watch it for a second and like I feel like you'll be able to feel the energy of the fact that I'm not talking to Talia I'm talking to my future me and it's freaking crazy um there was something else that I was just thinking of and it it lost me oh one of the things that I thought was really interesting so I am like a perpetual I don't know if that's the right word perpetual fake laugher like and it's not in a way I think that hurts people's feelings when they say that especially if they've been around me because they're like well have you fake laughed at my jokes like freaking fake laughing is the same level as faking an orgasm I think I'd rather have someone fake an orgasm than like fake laugh around me because I, I want people to like actually think I'm funny you know um so I feel like I mean <laughs> I don't know if that's true I was gonna say I'd rather have somebody like think I'm funny than come sorry for the the pg-13 language but um I don't know if that's true <laughs> But it feels personal. It feels like the same level. So anyways, if I fake laugh at your jokes, it's nothing personal. I just literally like my mom told me when I was little, 
I never faked laughed at anything. I, or I never even laughed really. Like I was a super serious kid and a super serious baby. Like I wouldn't smile at anyone. I was just super serious. And I think over the years, I've just really learned that like people like you if you laugh at their jokes and people like you if you like encourage them and you play small for them, right? I talk so much about playing small for other people, but I think this like this meditation or whatever you want to call it helped me realize that I have actually been playing a lot smaller than I should be um, out of this desire to like make people feel comfortable when that's not my job. Like my job isn't to make people feel comfortable. It's to be totally unapologetically me and people will be inspired by that to be unapologetically them. And if that's the person who laughs at everybody's jokes, then that's the person that laughs at everybody's jokes. But this version of me was like very serious and to the point when it came to business stuff. Um, and that's something I actually, I'm excited to learn how to do this because I want to channel the version of me who has a lot of fun because this version of me was the successful like boss bitch version. Um, but I know that the way she talked about like, being myself like really like going crazy I know there's a side of me that is that crazy version of me um and that's a side of me who like really has fun but I just thought it was interesting that this version of me was so serious because I think when I'm on my game and I'm like like when I think of like a really good live or whatever or if I'm talking to somebody about business or even like Right now on this podcast, I'm not like fake laughing the whole time, right? There was maybe a few fake laughs, but like that probably was just a fake laugh. I'm honestly not even sure. Now I feel like my fake laugh happens so automatically that I'm not sure what's real or fake. But when I'm really passionate and going into stuff, it's not like I'm laughing, like I'm very serious. And so it was interesting to see that person and see the seriousness of it. I felt it before. Like, I think I've talked about this in a podcast before too, but at costume parties, when I'm wearing a mask, I feel so free because I don't have to worry about smiling and like being approachable. And, and I, I don't know when this happened. I honestly think it started to happen. I don't know, probably in like middle school and stuff. But I remember even in high school, like I just had like a very big, uh, not a big, but like, I just seemed very bitchy. And I think I was afraid of that. And so I counteracted it with like being super warm and welcoming and inviting. And I think you can be inviting and be like you without having to fake anything and like fake being nice. Because to be honest, I'm not a nice person. <laughs> like I am in beast mode a lot of the time. Uh, me and Lexi just went to Vegas. And when we get together, we're both so opinionated and we have a lot of the same opinions. And so sometimes it feels like we're just like going off in a major way. But it always leaves me coming home inspired of like, I'm done with stupid opinions. I'm done with people not showing up in the way they should in their businesses. I just out like a fire freaking email tonight where I was just saying I mean you can go read the email or you can message me if you're not on my email list and I'll send it to you um but I feel like that's that energy of my higher self that's the real me it's not the me who's worrying about what other people think it's not the me who's thinking about trying to please people or make them feel comfortable or make sure they learn something out of my content the way that my content is going to be best consumed is when I'm showing up as me, totally me, talking about everything from mushrooms to orgasming. 
I don't normally talk about orgasms, but it just happened. It was the metaphor that came out this time. But whatever it is that I'm talking about, it's just me being me. And that's going to hit people in a different way than me trying to think about like, okay, here's what you need to know. Here's what you should be doing, right? How like hypocritical is that of me to tell you what you should or shouldn't be doing when in reality, I there's some things that are going to work for you that might have not worked for me. And there's some things that might work for me that might not work for you. For you, you might think it's just absolutely insane to say the word orgasm on the internet. You might be a very private person, right? So me being me doesn't mean you have to be me. It just means you have to be more you. And honestly, channeling your future self is a great way to come into that higher evolved person of you. Because the person of me right now, I'm pretty damn happy with who she is. I'm pretty damn proud of her. But I know we have a long ways to go to get to where we want to be. And that version of me to realize where I want to go and how I want to get there. Seeing that higher version of me is really, really helpful. So if you want to learn how to channel this version of you, if you want to learn how to dive deeper, she's going to talk about how to do it on like the beginning perspective just through journaling. And then she's going to straight up talk about how you can have conversations with your future self. I think any single business owner would be an idiot to not learn how to do this. Like straight up. I am unapologetic about this. I can't describe to you the way I feel right now and the ideas I have for my business and the clarity I have for my business. Um, that was another really big thing. Like I want to say this and then I'll be done. So I was saying I have a hard time fully trusting um, what my like what I want to do because in months where I've taken a break to figure out quote unquote what I want to do or where I want to go, they've been a lot lower for me in sales. My most successful months have been the months where I've been hustling and launching new things and doing this and doing that. And like, that's how I've hit like my 30K months, you know, 25K, 30K months. That's how I've hit them. And so I feel like, oh, I just lost my train of thought. Oh, so, okay, sorry. Um, I was like, I have a hard time leaning into that because I want to make a lot of money. And so to me, it's hard for me, you know, to channel, like to say, I'm going to do what I want, but then I actually can do what I want if I'm not making as much money is when I'm hustling. I'd rather hustle <laughs> and be able to buy everything I want. And so she was like, well, what do you mean taking a break? Like who said taking a break? And so I elaborated and I was like, well, I feel really cloudy. And she was like, oh, the reason you're feeling cloudy is you're not willing to admit what you want. And I mean, it's even the same thing with like the freaking novel. Like I was so afraid to say even I've been working with Talia for manifesting, trying to manifest my biggest, I hate the word trying. I've been working with Talia towards manifesting my biggest goals. And the thing that kept kept coming up for me was novel, 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 like over and over again. And I was so embarrassed to tell her because it just feels like a silly thing. Which, by the way, how fucking silly is it that I made over $200,000 last year just selling knowledge <laughs> you know what I mean so it's it's funny that it feels silly to me but it it did it felt really silly to me it feels like more of a pipe dream than anything and she told me that like that was something I should be working on if it keeps coming up over and over again and so uh, I don't even remember where I was going with this 
the novel thing. Oh, I was afraid to admit that. Guys, it's late at night. It's, it's, I don't even know what time it is because it's not showing me, but I'm pretty sure, oh, it's 12. It's midnight. And I just had a life-changing reading. <laughs> so sorry that I'm losing my train of thoughts. But she was saying the cloudiness is happening because I won't admit what I actually want. So another example is like the retreat. I kept being like, okay, I'm going to do it as a mastermind. And I've told people that I was doing this high-level mastermind. But it just, it didn't feel perfectly ready yet. And then when I realized after talking to her, like, oh, no. Like, I want to do just one high-level retreat. I don't want people to have access to me nonstop. That feels draining to me even though it doesn't take that much like knowing I have voxers unopened that I need to respond to that stresses me out all day long and so but I just felt like I had to do that if I wanted to do this mastermind or whatever and so once I admitted no I just want to do a retreat like I just want to do a high high level bougie ass retreat it doesn't have to be in a mastermind then I was like oh right so there's and I'm excited I'm actually gonna take a bath after this I have my new beauty and the beast notebook I feel like higher self me doesn't give a f if Disney licensed beauty and the beast stuff is tacky (laughs) maybe she does she didn't I don't know I have to trust that my higher self is still a freaking Disneyland freak if she's not a Disneyland freak what is the point of life um but anyways I'm going to go sit in the bath and journal on this. Um, But I think that's a good journaling prompt for you. We talked about this on the live. But like, what are you afraid to admit you want? You know, it could be something more overarching, like more money, lots of money, billions. Like billions is always something that I've been afraid to like say. But like, that's always been something. I've always wanted to be a billionaire, right? So what are you What are you afraid to admit that you want? What are you afraid to admit you want to do? Is it something completely out of left field? Like something that is completely not related to anything you're working on? Who cares? That's what you're supposed to do. Like you're supposed, we're here to do the things that light us up and that takes us to where we're supposed to go where our juiciest life is so anyways I literally like I'm not joking when I say this this reading whatever I want to call it was insane and I am gonna go watch it again probably tomorrow after I've given my brain some time to think but right now I'm gonna go look at what I'm avoiding or what I'm not admitting, not avoiding, but what I'm not admitting that I want to do. Cause I think there's actually probably a lot, there's probably a lot that I'm not admitting. And I'm really excited to like embrace this future version of me. And I'm genuinely excited to learn how to channel this future version of me more often, because I think filling this energy, I know filling this energy would change everything for me in my life and business and help me like catapult into that future life that I'm going after. And I know the same for you. So if you haven't gotten in on the art of manifesting your dream business, the doors close Sunday night. But if you're listening to this later and you're like, I really need this. As I know, probably a lot of you are filling. Message me if it's only a couple days late. Like I'd love to let you sneak in. Uh, Just because I genuinely want you all to be able to experience this magic. Not even the future self stuff. Obviously that stuff is like so freaking fun. (laughs) I always have liked that type of stuff. But also just the trainings that we've done so far. I've done three different trainings. We dive into human design 
sign. We dive into energy in your room. We dive into um, next week. Well, what other training did I do? Oh, your chakras and ways to energize those. Talia talks about intuition. She talked about money. She did a big money subconscious reading that I just watched. And I was like, holy shit. Like, was this written just for me? It was so good. Um, there's there's just so much. And that's there. I think there's even a few bonus videos more than that that was just in the first week and there's three more weeks of content after this so i'm really excited about it all you need it i every single business owner needs it there's i mean i've been running my business for a really long time and i feel like i have a quote unquote successful business and i'm still so excited about all of this material so i hope you i hope to see you inside and thanks for being here and thanks for putting up with my craziness and expect nothing but more craziness coming up and i guess a novel this is a big a big teaser for something that i don't know when it will come but i'm excited about it too okay bye